The following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Take three wrestling podcast. It is Thursday night, August the 17th, 2023. We are back from our one week hiatus because that's what happened last week. We'll talk about that in a little while. Yeah, I take a week's vacation and just everybody else bails on you. Yeah, I was about to say, please don't take. I was the one sending. No, I'm not. I will not blame you. So that doesn't count on my over-under, right? Because I was actually here ready to perform. And nobody oh, yeah. No, you're good. You're good. Right, just making sure. Just making sure. Uh, I am Mike Frenier. I am joined, as always, by uh, the, the usual suspects. We'll, we'll greet them in a minute. But first, um, we got a guest, a beloved member of the family, um, beloved member of the 3CT family. He doesn't have his headphones on, so he probably doesn't know that I'm actually shouting him out right now. This is the best part about this. I don't have thing. a goddamn clue what's going on here. And that tracks that a thousand percent tracks um he'll eventually put his headphones on and know that i'm talking about him even though he's there you him. go hey he put give his me headphones my ding on. give him his ding uh we are joined by uh ryan what's up buddy hey give me my ding give me my ding i don't have a goddamn clue what's going on here <laughs> also factual uh we're joined by uh binford tools favorite toolbox ernest dj christian <laughs> Aloha. What's up? Yeah, exactly. Uh, we are joined eventually. Uh, he doesn't have a video if you're watching this on, on YouTube. Uh, it is uh, Joe Lopez. Um, Ryan, I love that you're here. I want to put it in your badusi. Oh, my. Oh, God. Do I do I have one of them? I I don't know exactly I mean, what word he just said. Badusi. <laughs> like, but- it's like... It's your butthole is what it is. Oh, okay. I got one of them. So that's what no, five no, guys hit, hit on the show. Door. Five guys hit on the show since we did this podcast. I here. can I can guarantee you that there's one person on this show that he has not hit on ever. Yeah, because he has he have a wife that will fucking murder him. No, because he knows that I'll stuff him in a trash can at work. <laughs> can you say that? I, I don't can. know. I don't know if you can say that. <laughs> Why not? I. I mean, it's 2023, man. I don't know. I don't know if you talk about stuffing dudes like Joe in a trash can. Yeah, I only don't hit on you because you're like my brother. Damn. That too, but I mean, no, because that's what brothers do. Whenever they beat each other up, one of them always ends up stuffed in a trash can somewhere. Look, you Mm -hmm. obviously watch different brother movies than I do. Reviews express. You're right. You're right. You watch different brothers movies. The brother movies that I watch, like... Nope, nope, nope. Mute him. Mute him now. You can mute him as well, Michael. Oh, shit. I forgot I had that power. I forgot I had that power. I forgot I had that power for a minute. I was like, what are we doing? He's definitely going somewhere that we really shouldn't be going on the show. Yeah, exactly. I'm also joined by the other half of the Fat Siders. Hey, yo. Battle. What the fuck is going on here? Hey, can what we get the that hell shirt? is even that? I, I know how you surprise, Jim. This is typically how we start Thursdays. Can we get that shirt before WrestleMania? Yes. That I can almost promise. 
that's a shirt I want to wear to one of the nights of WrestleManias. Yeah, I want to wear the Fat Siders t-shirt. So we got to find a way to get that one done. Um, I can do that. Well, we got a lot of fun stuff here for you. Um, we're going to talk about Shawn Michaels. We're going to talk about if you were to break up with your significant other via cameo, <laughs> who would you want it to be? Why? Care to guess who, who, who brought that topic, guys? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll give you one guess. Thank you, On Ryan, the back for of bringing the Fat Cider shirt. Can you have it say, "Hey, Doe"? Oh, yes. that's really good. Uh, yes, yes, that's real good. Thousand percent. Good job, Mister Miller. We're, 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 yeah, um, a thousand percent. That's that's so good. Yeah, we need that one. Um, that's and then really obviously good. we'll talk about uh, the wrestlers of the week. Uh, we did make picks last week. I'll go over those when we get there. Uh, no show. Uh, Jim took the the week off. If you follow him on any of his social medias, you saw him and Ryan were traveling to the beach together on on Thursday. Hope you gentlemen had a fun time. Great um, time. Ernest, uh, Ernest just fell off the face of the earth. Oh no, Ernest had a family thing. Never yeah, mind. I, I, I Joe was week. the one that fell off the face. I was of ready to go that, last, last week. Uh, yeah, Joe. I, Joe fell, I asleep. fell asleep. I fell asleep watching Twisted Metal on Peacock. Wait, I wait, don't Joe. Mean for that. I don't mean for that to be any kind of judgment on Twisted Metal. I actually think it's pretty entertaining. Right on the cock. Samoa Joe is in it. <laughs> wait, you fell asleep? I'm. Uh, wait, hold on. Brothers I know. I know. It's shocking. I... <laughs> <laughs> Whatever we're gonna do? How did How did you fall asleep? You're like a nocturnal. He, dude, he always or something. Asleep. Dude, he came to my house. That's the joke, and EJ. Was out. That's the out. joke, like, EJ. I'm saying this. No, I get it. I'm saying like, dude, like every time I see him, he's asleep. Every idiot. time. There's been one time I, I've ever seen him he's asleep. I made it almost all the way through SummerSlam. In my defense, that main event was boring. You fell that asleep, what, during the Seth match, right? And I'll be honest. No, I fell asleep during making, the main event. And I'll be honest. Making it through this year's SummerSlam was a feat. Yeah, 36 minutes, not including Roman's uh, intro. Yeah. I like the main event, but the rest oh, of the show, yeah. it was just yeah. good at best. Still too long. No, it wasn't. Shut up, EJ. You're wrong. A little wrong. too long. A little too long. Okay. Buddy, we get it. You're 7,000 year old and you have to be asleep by 4 p.m. to hey, listen, make sure you're look, awake. Hey, I get it. Look, my look, listen, hey. listen, Michael, Michael, look, I stayed awake. I still watched the fucking show. You know, not, you know, a little too long. Something that Ernest's wife has never said about anything. Oh, calm your tits, buddy. Calm your tits. Got him. Got him. Um, so then, uh, what else? What else do we have? Oh, we have uh, we have the, the AEW topic uh, that'll be our starter topic. But we didn't really get to talk about SummerSlam on this genre of the uh, of the wrestling world because obviously we didn't have a show last week. I blame Jim for that. Uh, I blame you. No, HR approved my time off. EJ, I did. He sent me an email. I looked it over. I said I'll approve it. Did you guys not know that I was the head of human resources too? It's that's, the reason why I can crack these jokes. I'm unfireable. What see, the fuck that's, is going that's, on? That's a smart play. That's a smart Buddy, play. Buddy, come on. That is a smart I, play. I, I, I'm the new age genius. Where, where I'm, I'm a poffo, I think, by default now or something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, anything that, like, besides EO's cash-in that was that moment where you're like, okay, this is this is where we're going. This is what we needed. This is... You know, I mean, we're at I now. think the last five minutes of the main event. Yeah. And the last five minutes of the world heavyweight title match. I mean, we're, we're obviously progressing towards the, the breakdown and changes within the judgment day and the eventual cash in. Um, but really, yeah. But I mean, 
again, it was, there was nothing, well, sadly, the two women's matches were the bad. Um, besides wasn't that, there, I wasn't there three women's matches on the show, though, or am I losing? No, it was my two. Mind? It was two in a oh, cash in. Right. Rhea, Rhea, Rhea didn't defend the title. Yeah. I forgot. My bad. Um, it was two. Yeah, it was two in a cash Bye, in. Joe. Bye, Joe. Talk to you later. Um, uh, but then the, but the re- I mean, the rest of the matches were, were good and there was nothing groundbreaking, but yeah, I mean, just the, the, the progression and where we're going with the, the, the judgment day and mm-hmm. the bloodline is, stuff. Well, to me, it's, it's, to me, it's, 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 a, it's a Cody, Cody brought match. And to me, like Cody, you know, brought given the approval, you know, yeah, that, I mean, that, that was, yeah, me, that, was... that to me, that was the moment of the night for me. And I now I'm even believe I'm more confused now if 40 are the is this company invested in beating Hogan streak or are you really really sitting in the room reigns as title reign at Mania 40 because I'm a little more convinced that it's going to end at 40. I mean, I think there's a realistic thought process that both options are on the table. I am at the I'm at the mindset where if he gets past WrestleMania 40, I think he gets to Hogan. Oh, without question. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If he, um, yeah. If he clears me, if Roman clears Mania 40, there's no way he's not beating Hogan. Right. At that point, just fuck it. Just give it to fucking guy. So, so coming out of it, obviously, I think the match that, that I liked the most was the retaining of the Intercontinental Championship by the ring general Gunther. Um, cause those two guys just kind of, Beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm surprised. Oh, I mean, seriously. No, and I think that, <laughs> but, but, slapping me. but that's what that match needed to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, that match needed to be both of those guys going, okay, we're going to kick each other's asses for the next 10 minutes. I'm a little surprised, though. A little surprised, though. That it, it, he won that, won that match clean, though. I'm surprised that um, no interference, nothing of that attitude on there. If Drew isn't the guy to take the title off of him, why not beat him clean? Because I don't think it's Drew that's going to win the internet. No, I don't think it is. Oh, you either. don't think so? Oh, no. Okay. No. I think Drew is now maybe potentially going to be in a feud with with Matt Riddle where one of them is going to turn heel after this whole bro, uh, you know, which leads uh, to potentially Randy Orton's final match being uh, against the Drew McIntyre of some sort, maybe at, at WrestleMania 40, mm-hmm. if we can get Randy back cleared and things like that. So, you know, coming back to defend the the honor of his of his bro. You know, maybe a Drew heel turn because that's something we haven't had in, in a while, and I think a Drew heel turn would be Four super years. fresh. You know, hey, put let let Drew turn heel and join Imperium. I, I mean, it'd be different. It'd be fun. You let him be a heel. You let him go out there and you know just clay more people's faces off. I'm for it. Um, but otherwise, I, I guess coming out of SummerSlam is there is there one wrestler? that was on the show that were more confused about the direction that we're going with them than we were going into the show. Um, because I think, I think the, the answer for me here is the women's, the women that were involved in the triple threat match. I think EO was going to cash in. Like, let, let me, let me, let me, but I yeah. feel like the, I think Oscar retaining the title and her cashing in was the more logical assumption. Now, what are we doing with Charlotte? Are we going to get the Bianca heel turn that we've all been clamoring for? Are we going to get something out of Charlotte Flair with now the supposed breakup and 
divorced from Andrade that's circling the interwebs? Is she going to be gone again to go handle that situation? Like, I'm more confused coming out of what's the next step for the other women involved after EO won the belt. I mean, Charlotte's basically become a, a, a part-timer pretty much at this point anyway. Um, over the last couple of years, we've seen her at, at big shows, and then she goes away, and then she comes back and does big shows. So I think this is just kind of her go-away spot for a little bit, um, especially if there is personal stuff you know i don't i don't want to speak on rumor and innuendo too much but obviously if there's if there's something going on there then certainly that deserves its attention um i think bianca winning and getting cashed in on could potentially play into that turn towards like the new hurt business or whatever they're determining it to be um and Maybe, honestly, if there's anybody, I'm I'm confused about it. It may be Oscar. I mean, she came back with the with the heel turn and the short hair and and yeah, Tiger Mom deal and her title reign. Not her fault. Was kind Man. of lackluster, and now she lost it. And where do we go from here? I saw honestly, she might be she might be the one I'm most confused about because if I'm thinking about it, I mean, Ricochet is always going to be Ricochet. Um, still a dick. <laughs> um you know the intercontinental title picture i think is is gonna well, c- just continue to play itself out and, and like you know you know um Kyrie sane is coming back so maybe we get the kabuki warriors again and oh, get a, I'm, I'm here for it in the arm to the women's tag yep. division because honestly what are you doing with us like there's no secondary women's titles right. there's only the two main titles You've exhausted her with both of those. You've not made her look strong with either one of those at this point. The strongest she's looked on the main roster, quite frankly, was in the Kabuki Warriors. I'm like, let's get that team back together. The women's division tag team needs it. Yeah, they are I like struggling that. and a half. So I mean, yeah, like that—that's kind of where I would. I wouldn't make that guess if it wasn't for the fact that Kari Sane is supposedly coming back. And even if she's not coming back, maybe you figure out another way to get Asuka into a tag team. So I really just think that could be a good path for her. Could could the potential bringing back Kyrie Sane, putting them together, lead to the two of them having a final boss-esque kind of match that Asuka then goes away? Yeah, because I mean... I mean she, is, she is 41. Let's, let's, let's not sit here and not talk about that. Well, yeah, and I think she even tweeted after SummerSlam that, like, she's going to still be here for a little bit, but it's not going to be a long time. So I think she is starting to wrap up her career, and she's had a couple injuries in recent years. So, yeah, I don't I don't think, you know, she's closer to the end of, obviously closer to the end of her career than she is the beginning. Um, so, but, yeah, I think just, like, the rest of the, the big hitters on this show, I mean, Seth is going to continue to defend the title for now. The Judgment Day is going to play out their story. The Bloodline is going to continue to play out their story. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, I think I, I Asuka is the one to really kind of watch. I actually kind of like Joe's idea that, you know, you come back, you get that tag run for a little bit, and, and yeah, maybe there is some sort of a farewell match at, at Mania, and she puts over Kyrie and moves on. They do the same feud as Shayna and Ronda, only... It makes even less sense because none of it's in English. Bye, Mike. Oh, I'm here. I, I, I hit a wrong button. My bad. What is happening? No, I definitely. I I, I literally went to scroll mm. and I hit a button where my finger was. So 
it, we're good. It's it's learning this 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 newfang dangin stream yard stuff that I have access to now. Yeah, it's a big it's a whole new world. It is. I feel like I'm part of a Disney show or something. I don't know, weird. <laughs> um all right, so we're at a summer fest. We're going to start pivoting to um the AEW shows uh over the next couple weeks. They got two of them back to back. They got the Drake in them. Um <laughs> What the hell? At first, at first, I literally told myself, "Self, what if Tony Khan does all in as a collision show and all out as the the Rampage pay per view, and we turn this back into like 2004 WWE, where we had the red brand pay per views and the blue brand pay per views?" And I was like, "You know what? That could be interesting." And then I also said to myself, "Self, there's no way they're not going to put people on the show in England that are on Rampage." Because it's seventy eight thousand people at Wembley. Um, is there any way that this can end good? I guess is is. I really. Ryan says yes. Feel free to unmute yourself. Let's have a conversation, my guy. Yeah, I don't watch wrestling anymore, so it's hard to get my thoughts <laughs> in the last. He's on that trip. <laughs> hey, no, Jay, no trip. That's just life. Yep. Uh yeah, actually, I don't. I don't know what the question was. I wasn't. <laughs> I love the fact that we have Ryan here. No, this man, like so uh, the WWE has run house shows in Japan and like put it on the network, and it was fine. They've run house shows in Madison Square Gardens and sold out Madison Square Gardens just as a glorified house show, but mm-hmm. put it on the network, and it was just fine. There, this is no different. This is AEW's. Um, Beast in the, the East, or whatever they called it. Uh, when, like, uh, no, 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 no. They're building it. They're building it as their biggest wrestling show ever. But wait, the, the big difference. The big difference is none of that costs you more than nine ninety nine for the month. Uh, the AEW paper. Give me my thing. Forty dollars a pop each. Right, just don't don't fucking buy it then. It's pretty simple. I mean, yes, I suppose. <laughs> I'll be like me. Just have shit to do on the Saturday and just don't watch it. I mean, I feel like my biggest my biggest thought process here, though, is that that you have the twenty seventh. You literally are coming back, going to Chicago, for Dynamite and Rampage, Collision, and then the next day is all out. Here's the one thing I'll say, just because you know my feeling, I actually I do think it's dumb. I think it's dumb, but let's play devil's advocate here for a second. We've talked before about AEW ratings, about how like they seem to have this, let's call it robust 800,000 diehard fans. will tune in every week just to watch fucking Audrey Edwards, like birth a chicken. If you tell them that that's what's happening this week, <laughs> basically what she looks like she's doing half the time. So they're going to tune in no matter what. I don't can see that the, now. Thank the, you. The portion of that 800,000 people, and it's not only 800,000, but the portion of those people who are going to buy an AEW pay-per-view are probably going to buy an AEW pay-per-view regardless of if there was one the week before also. There's right. the diehard fan base that, like, I've never – I know a lot of people used to say this about ECW, but I swear to God, I've never seen any wrestling fan drink the Kool-Aid as hard as the AEW wrestling fans who are that into it. The people who are defending the Texas Chainsaw Massacre match from last night, like, that's it. Like, you know, it's a different sucked. level. It's a different level of cult. It really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that match is fucking terrible. Like, 
the the zombie bullshit that was sponsored by a movie what by in WWE was rightfully panned. The same thing the same treatment should be given to that Texas massacre melee whatever the fuck they called that stupid thing because it was it was Texas chainsaw massacre death match. It was fucking brutal. Like and uh, anyway, uh, the, not to get off on a rant on that shit. No, feel free, man. This, um, this, this is the AEW portion of the show. I no, love the but, fans bitching about Leatherface coming out as if there wasn't a Japanese wrestler like in Japan doing death matches as Leatherface yeah. years ago. Are, are we sure that wasn't just Terry Funk swinging a chainsaw? No, that that's Chainsaw You're Charlie. Yeah, it's chainsaw. Um, Man, there was uh, it was like Corporal Kirshner or something as Leatherface, I think, in Japan. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, something like that. I do. Yeah, I, I think you're right. It was it was Billy D. Williams. Oh, God. <laughs> God. Here's 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 my only here's my problem. It's not even that they're doing back to back shows, which I think I mean it is a bit overkill. Like it it is. It's 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 a lot of wrestling in 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 two weeks. But like I mean WWE has done a. P WWE premium live event one week and an NXT premium live event the next week where like WWE's done pay-per-views three weeks apart from each other. So like it's, it's, it's not, it's not an indictment of, of just the, the idea that there's too much wrestling, but I think Joe does hit the nail on the head a bit with the fact that like you're, you're asking a lot of your audience and the, the build to the build to both has been, Meh. I mean, so, you, okay. You finally hold on, okay. hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, you yeah, you sorry, finally sorry. you you finally picked it up th this week. You now have eight matches on the show. Um, I still think they shouldn't have announced a single match for this show. You sold eighty eighty five thousand tickets. What the hell do you need to match announce a match for? But anyway, um, but yeah. So so you now have a full card for this. You have one. You have one match for a show that is now. 16 days away and it's supposedly your like wrestlemania show like that's what all that's what all out is right so like it's their it's either it's either their wrestlemania or their SummerSlam, and they they have nothing they have one match announced it's, it's two weeks out yes mike um is that because there's a 0.0 percent chance that phil from chicago goes to england and the main event of that is going to be whoever he fights from collision and we don't get mjf and adam cole to for the world title and or either one of them defending that title at all out. Is that, is that where we're headed for? Because well, at the end of the day, Cole and MJF are fighting twice on all in. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Cole, yeah. Cole, the, the show, the England show is being bookended by MJF and Adam Cole because it's, it's the tag match to open on the, the, uh, Bye. zero hour and Bye. then the main event. But I think, I think that, Punk versus MJF because I I I think MJF is gonna win. No, but you're gonna end up getting Punk versus Samoa Joe on one of these shows, and I yeah. think, I think at I this think point you're out. not getting that in London. So I think you are getting that as probably the main event in Chicago. This is Chicago, yeah, and that, and that probably makes sense. Punk in Chicago, yada yada yada. He's I'll not say this. Booed. I'll say this. I've been watching AEW like every. Why? ounce of AEW that's come out. I, I did not finish Collision yet from this past Saturday, and I haven't watched Dynamite. Dope. But I've watched everything else in the last, like, two and a half weeks from AEW, three weeks or so. I actually think they've done a really good job of building All In. 
I actually, they've sold me. I'm very strongly considering getting that show and watching it. I'm not, I'll be at work at the time, so it'll be a later thing. But I actually think they've done a good job of selling all in and kind of building that card. I'm interested in seeing that one. You've done nothing to convince me that I need to then spend another $40 a week later. There's nothing that they've, like you said, they haven't announced anything for All Out other than potentially one match. Luchasaurus versus Darby Allen. Which does nothing for me. I'm more interested in the Darby Allen and Swerve Strickland feud. Give me that match. You've got that one going on over at All In, where you've got him and Sting taking on um, AR Fox and and Swerve. So, like, and this is one of those things I mentioned in a double tag team coffin match. What the fuck? So I mentioned this. What the hell is even that? One of the things I haven't liked lately from watching it is a whole lot of guys are feuding with multiple people. I used to hate it when they did it with Cody, when it was like the Cody verse versus everybody else in AEW. I hate it when they did it with the Elite. They've done it more than once. Because they have these two big shows where there's certain guys like your Orange Cassidy's and your, you know, Blackpool Combat Club and your Kenny Omega's and all these people who are going to be on both shows, they've had people with feuding with multiple different people. And honestly, it's kind of confusing. Like, you get me excited for Darby versus Swerve, and then all of a sudden, Luchasaurus attacks him. And now I'm supposed to care about that. And I don't. You know, like, give me one thing at a time. That's like if WWE, like, look, WWE is smart enough that even Roman Reigns, who's the world champion, is focused on the bloodline stuff. He's not out there defending the title against somebody else, having a mini feud on the side with Matt Riddle or somebody. He's focused on one thing. There's no reason for these guys to be going on. There's 150 people on this roster. There's no reason for them to have to use Darby Allen in six different feuds. That's true. I, I guess my concern with, with All In, per se, you, you're getting that tag title match to open the show. Cool way to get Aussie open on there. They're guys from, you know, over on that side of the continent. Um, you know, it's cool. I like it. Um, but then you're getting MJF and Adam and Adam Cole in the main event. Um, I've talked about what I would do, um, which is I would have Adam Cole turn on MJF and basically realign the kingdom of Bennett, Taven, Roddy, and Adam Cole to be the new the, the new major player in the heel feud because nobody gives a fuck about the Don Callis family. Um, the fact that we're wasting Will Ospreay in a match with 7,000-year-old Chris Jericho is a fucking nightmare Stupid that I'm idiot. not ready to watch. Um, the Fatal 4-Way match for the women's title should be should be fine. I don't think there's a shot in hell that Soraya doesn't walk out with the title. I mean, let's be real here. She hasn't wrestled in her home country in seven years. She hasn't won a title in ten years. Blah, 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 whatever she said. Um, yeah, I don't think she's not winning the title in England. Let's be real here. Even if it's a one week reign. Um, the coolest thing about it right now is the fact that we're doing a stadium stampede in that stadium. That should be cool as shit. Um, but who the fuck is the Blackpool combat club getting to team with them? Fucking like a week and a half ago in fucking blood and guts pack turned on them. They don't fucking like other people. Why are we having like, why are they, who are they going to go get the fucking team with? Are they the heel team in this? Yes, it is, it, be... is, it is Eddie Kingston, Orange Cassidy, Chuck Taylor, Trent Beretta, Penta, El Zio, Mato, and Ray Phoenix versus 
Moxley, Claudio, Uter, and three to be announced teammates. So, like, okay, you don't think they're going to get cheered though over there? Like, they're going to be the face in this match, aren't they? No, they're like, going to get their are heel. So, okay, here's here's though. I'll say this: I know I just said that I think that the build for all in is really good, and I do. I've enjoyed the build for it. As someone who's watched the last like three weeks of AEW programming, I can't even begin to guess who the three people are going to be to team with the Blackpool Combat Club because there's been no kind of hint or direction in any capacity for three people joining them, like to even help them. There, there's nobody I can think of. Maybe, maybe you can get away with using like Uno and those guys from the Dark Order because they are heels at this point too. You mean, and. Ugh. I mean, I'm just saying you can do it. I'm not saying you should do it. I'm saying you can do, do you think it. They, do they think they pigeonhole like three British like British wrestlers? I was gonna say I would oh, almost oh. rather pick I would rather almost pick up the phone and, and call up New Japan and be like, Can we get fucking evil dick to go and somebody else to come over and fucking mm, Grado. <laughs> yeah, I don't even give a fuck who the third one is because this match this match just feels like dog water. It really does. Like it's like what are we doing here, guys? But here's the thing. Eddie Kingston versus Claudio Castagnoli would have been a just fine enough match for the Ring of Honor World Title on this show. You could have put you could have put Moxley and Uter against somebody, so you get John on the show. Again, we've had enough conversations about the Blackpool Combat Club. They should never fucking turn them heel because they're always right. going to get cheered no matter where they go because it's Gian Moxley, it's Claudio, and it's it's Uter. Can I also but, say that I fucking hate that Justin Roberts does Jeff Hardy as well? I fucking hate that guy. He's the worst. He's the worst. Sorry. Continue. I'm just, it, trying to, it, I'm just trying to think it bothers of heels. Me, it bothers me that a heel stable comes out to wild things. Yeah. That doesn't work. Yeah, I agree. That, that, I totally agree with you. That, that doesn't bother me as much as the fact that they're just fucking heels. Like they should just much as, It doesn't bother me as much as they're one of 87 <laughs> factions in that company. But Wait, wait a minute. But like... But so... so Here's the reason I actually like that they're doing the stadium stampede over the idea of breaking up Kingston versus Claudio and Moxley versus somebody and, you know, whoever versus whoever, because you're already at eight matches on this card. You start breaking up that stadium stampede. This becomes a fucking 17 match fucking marathon again. Or stay with me here or stay with me here. You move some of them to the next fucking week in Chicago. Well, that would involve careful thought and consideration and when that, you're what, when you're doing 19 when you're doing 19 stacks of blow it's hard to do that mike i i am i'm aware at the end of the day if stadium stampede does not lead to whomever wins the match pinning orange cassidy and then cassidy having to defend the transcontinental title a week later against said person at all out what are we doing that no that's what's going to happen and it's going to be moxley because they already were teasing that feud a couple of weeks ago. It's actually more confusing that they haven't just announced that match when they've been teasing it anyway, to be perfectly honest. So so in reality right now, the, the matches, we, we, we've talked about MJF Adam Cole. We've talked about Osprey Jericho. Stadium Stampede. We have Kenny, Coda, and Hangman versus uh, Who Gives a Shit Bullet Club and Take Shitta. Um, Darby and Sting versus the Mogul Embassy in a t- tag team coffin match. That's... What the fuck are we doing? Cool. That's to get Sting on the card. Just make it a no disqualification match. Why, why? You're going to drop both of them off the off the stage in coffins like you did the last time you had a coffin match? Christian's shoulder's still fucked up from that. Way to go, guys. Fucking <laughs> Great work. Rejects. Um, we talked about the Fatal 4-Way match. Honestly, 
FTR versus the Young Bucks number, what is that, seven? I, I remember when we talked about FTR getting the release that that was a, a wrestling dream match. Fun times. I, I mean, we, we, we've been there. We've done that. Rinse rather. Rinse. Club rather meet dead that. horse. Dead horse uh, meet club. I, I, I would have been. Can we talk about something that no one seems to want to talk about? And maybe it's just me. Y'all can disagree with me if you'd like. Nobody's talking about how the Young Bucks, either they don't care as much anymore or they've legitimately just gotten older and lost a step, but they've clearly lost a step. Like, everyone talks about how Jeff Hardy's clearly lost a step. Nobody's talking about how the Young – and they haven't done anything to adapt their style. Like, guess what? Rey Mysterio has adapted his style so that he could still wrestle an entertaining match Mm -hmm. without being able to do the things that he did when he was 25 years old. The Young Bucks are still trying to do the same shit they were doing in Pro Wrestling Gorilla back in 2009, but they're about, what, 13 years older now. So They're the old Bucks. Well, late 30s, right? Right. 38 and 34. Oh, okay. Matt is 38, Nick is 34. I just looked at it. I mean, but when you've been doing this since you were like 18, 17 years old, like the knees aren't what they used to be. The You know, you've lost the step. And I just feel like they... If any act in AEW actually really needs a makeover and just something fresh to do, it's the fucking Young Bucks. I don't know that I guess necessarily go that far because to me, Tony Khan is doing exactly what you would do whenever you go to a concert. You're going to see someone. You want to see them play the greatest hits. You want to see them play the, the, the music that you got them, that you got into them for, you know? You go see Leonard Skinner, you want to hear him play fucking Freebird, not whatever they put out a, a month ago on their new album. Like you, like you want to hear the shit that like you like, and that's the same thing I feel like with them. Like, hey, I get it. More bang for your buck looked cool whenever he was able to do four rotations instead of three rotations. I get it. You know, the super kicks are cool, but now everybody fucking does them. I mean, it, it's just one of those things where they are who they are. They're and the thing is at thirty eight and thirty four. I don't think you're reinventing the wheel. I think both of them have gone through a few injuries that have definitely slowed them down. I think Tony relied on them heavily to work injured, and I think that screwed him. So I, I'm at the point now where it's like I feel like you're getting what you get from the Young Bucks and Godspeed that that they're able to stay healthy enough to have one more really good run. But, I, I mean, the person that needed a character change got it, and that was Jungle Boy. I mean, that yeah. was the guy. That was the guy who needed a character change more than anything. Yeah, now he's generic Jack. Great job, Tony. Exactly, with that <laughs> fucking terrible fucking entrance music. <laughs> I would have just rather him come out. That than entrance music is awful, Ryan. That's awful. It's bad. You know it is. It's, it's bad. bad. Have, you, have you heard it right now? now? Or, or Tarzan Boy. No, no. Have no, you seen? Have ones. you seen generic oh, the Jack? The new ones. The new ones garbage. Okay, good. Okay, I was about to say. Please don't tell me we're about to fight I over generic Jack. Oh ones. yeah, no. Buddy, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah, no. That one was great. Okay, I was, I was wondering what the hell you were talking about. Oh yeah, no. Jungle Boy's music was great. Generic Jacks is terrible. So I think it's a great analogy you you had with with like Leonard Skinner. Like nobody wants to hear their new track. You know, get off our lawns. We're old now. I mean, why do you think but, John right, Cena? Is... Give me three steps and Sweet Home Alabama, and go home uh, half drunk. That's why do you think John Cena do. still comes out with the hat and the and the towel and that whole deal? Nobody, nobody wants to see. On, John. 
Nobody wants to see, uh, you know, Super Cena from back in the like back in the day. Like, yeah, nobody nobody wants five 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 uh, moves of doom. We want nobody wants uh, ruthless aggression, John. Like nobody. Yeah, yeah, nobody wants the prototype. We yeah. we, we <laughs> unless you're bringing back Word Life, I mean, I'm good. <laughs> if you're if you're bringing back Rap Cena, you might be able to get me for a nostalgia pop. But like, if not. Give me a uh, give me Mighty Morphin Power Ranger colored T-shirt. John well, and, Cena and, and, and see the, the, the thing the thing that I think is the thing that I think is really bad about the way they've done this. And and I know that I I did kind of say it jokingly that they shouldn't have announced a match for this show, but I but it, I, I kind of think it would have been a great idea because the show is going to sell itself. The yeah, big the biggest it. wrestling show of all time. However, it's you want to said about uh, Money in the Bank being in England too. Well, like, like, why are we announcing anything besides the Money in the Bank matches? Because like, like, you could have gone away with maybe announcing like the world title match. Maybe announce one or two matches. Give us like one or two. Games yeah, but the rest like, is. Oh yeah, like, tune in. So like, just like, like you know, you. I don't know that just the arena is enough to sell people on buying the pay per view. So like, you give like one or two matches, but like you didn't need to announce with the black. Pool I think it is. I absolutely think it is because here's the thing: anybody that's watching AEW. Like here, like I first, I mean, I don't, I don't buy pay-per-views by myself at this point and it, like at $50 a pop anyway, but like, this is a show if I wasn't going to see Nickelback next Sunday that I would absolutely, that I would absolutely be, Hey, we need to get a group of people together to watch this thing. Cause I want to see this show in London without question. Jim, the minute, that's the whitest thing you've ever said. That's not true. I've, I'm sure I've that's said saying, whiter. That's, that's saying something. I'm sure I've said whiter, but like, I would absolutely want to see this show. I want to, I'd want to see this show without a match announced more than I would want to see all out with a card, a full card announced because it's an event. When did they actually announce that this was going to be on pay-per-view? Like three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. A couple weeks ago. Okay. It's really only been within very, the last very month. Recent, actually. Very recent. Uh, I'm just, it, I'm just, it's just dumbfounded. Cause I was literally like, I don't see it anywhere on their homepage like when you go to like events like when you look up this this portion on the all elite wrestling website and then you go to details the only thing that's announced is adam cole versus mjf for the world title and it says live on pay-per-view on the poster but like i remember a month ago we were on the show going is this show even going to be on pay-per-view yeah but i mean like like here's the deal like i know i'm watching wrestlemania every year i know i'm watching SummerSlam every year i know i'm watching the royal rumble every year like, I know that because those are those are big shows, spectacle shows. Those are events that you have to see, right? Like that's what this show is. So here, here's here's the thing that that they've really booked themselves into a corner, because you have two episodes of Dynamite, two episodes of Rampage, and two episodes of Collision left before All Out. Are you going to dedicate? All of those to all outs build? No, because you're gonna de- you're gonna develop all this. Out. You're gonna you're gonna go and focus this week's to promoting and doing the go home spots for all in. So you are literally going to have one week to book your WrestleMania or SummerSlam, like your bit your your biggest show of the year. That that's the problem. Can I can I just try to fantasy book it real quick, just off rip, off the top of my head? Sure. Just just, just real quick. Um, you'll get Claudio versus Eddie for the Ring of Honor World Title. Okay. 
because they'll have a moment in Stadium Stampede where the two of them take each other out. Darby versus Lucha, obviously, already announced. Already announced. Orange Cassidy will take on John Moxley for the transcontinental title and finally lose. Yeah. Because we got to get John Moxley a belt. Sure. Um, we'll then get Sammy Guevara and Chris Jericho versus Will Ospreay and maybe Jeff Cobb of the United Empire because Ugh. Sammy's going to have to defend Chris Jericho's honor to try to save the Jericho Appreciation Society the to fight the sucks. Callis family fucking funhouse. Um, you'll get you'll get take Shida versus Kenny Omega in a one on one match because I think they're going to have a moment in the triple th- in the in the six man tag match. Um, I think you'll end up getting CM Punk Samojo for the title, mm-hmm. um, and then I think there's a realistic chance you get FTR versus either Bullet Club Gold or the Guns for the the tag titles. Ugh. I didn't say it was going to be good. I just no, think it's going to just... be a match that's going to be on the show. And you'll have a six-minute women's match that nobody cares about. You'll have Chris Statlander defend the TBS title because Saray is going to defend. That's right. The, I'm like, the who the hell is even the TBS champion? I forgot. Statlander, Statlander defends the TBS title, but I don't think it's going to be a six-minute match. I think it's going to be about a 12-minute match, and I think it's against the returning Jade Cargill. That's gonna as go, much as I don't want that's it gonna to gonna be. Go, well, I, I'd rather, I I'd rather see that go about 1.2 minutes. I, buddy, I don't want it to go long, and I don't want it to be Jade Cargill. Oh. But at the end of the day, what are your other options? Ruby Soho, because so that another member of the Outcast can try to win a title. Oof. No thanks. I, I mean, their women's their women's division is somewhere between hot and garbage, and it might be disrespectful to hot garbage. I'm not sure. I mean, it really is destination unknown. <laughs> hey, oh. So this this is just one of those where I think it's almost too thin. Like if you would have done this show on the 27th and all out would have been the first week of October. And you could have used that first week as fallout and the next two or three weeks to build to, to the situation to, to all out. Like it's real thin and you're going to have fallout from all out. You're going to fall out from all in leading into all out. I It's or, or, and here's a wild thought. Um, don't feel the need to just do all out at Chicago every year. And look into the crystal ball into the future and say, guess what? Next year's all out. We're going to celebrate, you know, four years of AEW and all of this and blah, blah, blah with the biggest wrestling show in history. We're taking all out to England. And then you avoid all of these issues. And Chicago gets another show in two weeks from now because they can't not go back to Chicago. Or you sell out England and you sell a ton of pay-per-view buys and the next week you sell out Chicago and you sell a ton of pay-per-view buys because Joe hit the nail on the head 15 minutes ago that AEW marks are going to mark and buy it anyway. It's true. It's all about money. Jim, if you weren't going to see um, this era's Creed on Sunday, you said you were going to... So you're going to watch it. You're going to watch it. You're going to watch. Oh, yeah. I'm going to watch it. But I'm going to watch, watch it for free. I get that. Your boy, your boy ain't paying forty dollars and then paying forty nine ninety nine. Well, that's yeah. again. If, if I, I get that, right? But you're gonna tweet about it on Twitter and you're gonna bitch no, about no. it and you're gonna but look again, at the YouTube videos and AEW is gonna win money just the same. Well, again, for for me, if I was watching one or both, it would be hey, group of people, cousin Brian's, right every, there with you. Everybody pays ten bucks, and we get some pizzas and we watch it and we come back and we do the same thing next week. 
the England show is going to be huge. People are going to watch anyway. Yeah. I think when Ed shows up on, on All Out, that's going to be freaking huge, and people are going to talk about it. And you, that was going to be your oh, this moment. Oh, god damn it! I just figured out who Chris Statlander's fighting at fucking All Out. Beth Phoenix. No, that fucking cunt Lacey Evans. Oh, God. Uh-huh. Uh, she's going to diner. She's too busy. Motherfucker. She's making omelets. She's she doing OnlyFans, man. I'm I don't mean that. that she won't show up. Yeah, I would, I'd be all right with that, actually. No, man, if there's a bag I to get, to that last night. Lacey Evans will be there. <laughs> Damn it, I just figured it out. Son of a there's bitch. no way that's happening. I got it. Yeah, I don't... Mm. Sorry, I had to wash my mouth. Although, again, it's one of those it's one of those things like I want Bill Goldberg to be in AEW and Ryback to be in AEW because no, I want Goldberg because Goldberg I, and MJF. because because I want I want all the marks who like bitched about why is Goldberg back in WWE why is Lacey Evans here she stinks I want to watch them do the mental gymnastics of defending that on the AEW show. Can we, so can, we can I just say? Can, can I just say one thing? You know how they have to keep going back to Chicago every year? Did you see the Elvis movie where the whole thing with Colonel Ross? No, that's the guy from WCW. Whatever the guy's name was, Colonel whatever. Um, he, like, owed the, the casino money. And so he basically signed Elvis to, like, continue performing there regardless. Like, basically, who do you think Tony Khan owes money to in Chicago? Because that's what some so, I mean, like. some sort of mob boss. The mafia is alive no, Ryan, and well no, Ryan, in Chicago. No, Ryan, hit the nose, Ryan hit the nose on the on the line. Not. That I, was just, I was just thinking. Yeah. No. Mm, hold on, I had to clear my sinuses there, guys. Hold on, give me a minute. I will say just because I want to at least say one, like a couple of positive things about AEW. Why? I really do love what they're doing because I've been enjoying watching it for the most oh, part. Like it's not perfect. Don't lie to yourself. It's not perfect. There's a lot. There's a lot not good. I've really enjoyed Christian. Chainsaw Massacre. Every time Christian is on TV, cutting a promo, acting like he's the champion, even though Luchasaurus is the champion, it's really kind of entertaining. So, like for that, I will give them props. Wait, of course, he's the not doing entertainer was entertaining. Yes, but like unfortunately, the bar is very low in AEW. So like he's like nailing it out of the park. Sheamus is showing up, and him and Claudio are reconnecting the bar. That'd be awesome. Sorry, he said bar. They are they they are both uncircumcised, so they're just gonna dock. Oh boy! boy. Damn it! I mean, I'm making assumptions on European heritage. Bonk bonk! Come on, man! Wow. It's called docking. Can you just say something positive about is fucking that, Is that what they do on the Jericho cruise? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I heard they also did that on January 6th. Oh, but, coming to shore, boy. <laughs> oh. Anything else positive right. about this? or Nope. I, I feel like we can move on from AEW. Thank fucking God. Uh, Joe, do you want to do your topic now? Or do you want me to do mine? Yeah, yeah, no, let's do my topic because I'm probably going to jump off then after that. I kind of do want to hear your guys' answers. Uh, oh, actually, I do have an answer for your topic too, so I might throw that out there real fast before I go. Cool. But my topic, real quick, 
because I was listening to um, I'm trying to find new podcasts to listen to that aren't just wrestling. So I was listening to Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, the NPR like weekly quiz show podcast. Really entertaining, totally worth listening to. And one of the questions from a couple of episodes ago brought up how a popular trend right now is sending people cameos to break up with them, using celebrities to kind of break the bad news or good news, I guess, depending on who you're asking. So my question to you guys is, if you were sending a cameo to someone to break up with them, which wrestler would you use to send that from? And from the other side of the coin, if you were the one receiving a cameo that you're being broken up with, what wrestler would you hope was delivering the bad news to you? Okay, so let's let's do the sending one first. Sending, yeah. Okay. Okay. Who wants to go first? Uh, I say Jim go first. All right. So in a hypothetical world where the person that I am breaking up with does not acknowledge their tribal chief, <laughs> I would absolutely do do a Roman Reigns slash Bloodline. Hmm. But I'll just I'll go Roman, so I don't I don't bogart so, a lot of superstars. So Roman breaking up with whoever you're breaking up. Yes. With. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Acknowledge me. There it is. Ernest. This wouldn't work because this guy's dead, unfortunately, but hyper oh, hyper the world. You already know where I'm going this way. Right. No, it's not Paul Orndorff, of course. Um Well you can't pick somebody that's dead. Dumb. I mean, what, you have to. I understand. No, no, stop it. What, you gotta understand. Like, yes, we're 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 doing a hypothetical breakup, but like Cameo, like, it's got to be somebody that's alive to do it. Like when Cameo's no, 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 been but, in existence. No, no. I, I, I was going to say Savage, but the other, other choice was, uh, was Rick Flair, actually. Okay, that's a better one. He's got he's got experience in that. Because he's, he can woo, he can woo, he can he's kind of alive. Will you break down? He wouldn't even know what he was doing. He would start trying to sell you wings. <laughs> Joe, did you fall <laughs> on a hole? Where the fuck are we? <laughs> Joe, are you okay? Where did, Joe, where did Joe go? He's in the hallway, I think. Like, are, in you, a hole, are you all right? Hallway, yeah. Jeez. Uh, is it my turn? Yeah, if you want it. Uh, if, if I was breaking up with someone, I would have to pick. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Yeah, sign me up. Sign me up. That's why you wanted a sound bite. That made sense now. That's... See, that makes sense now, right? That's real good. Thank you. So Big Jim wanted to bitch about EJ's choice because the guy was dead and it needs to be somebody that they could do on Cameo. And Roman Reigns yeah. isn't an option on Cameo, Big Jim. I don't yeah, think but he's alive. Well, I do research like I should. And if I'm breaking up with the bitch, I ain't spending any money. I'm choosing Blake Christian for 10 fucking bucks and break up with that bitch for 10 bucks. Answer, I don't give a answer. shit what he says. He's going to give me a cameo in 24 hours saying, see a bitch, <laughs> for $10. <laughs> Wait, he's saying, bye-bye, bitch. There it All is. I need him to say. Mm -hmm. And then I'm out 10 bucks. You know how much Roman Reigns would cost? You're a fool, Jim. It'd be worth it. If it'd, be, it'd be worth it, Ryan. You're a fool. <laughs> <laughs> God. 
Uh, Joe, who would you use? Unless you fell in that hole again. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> give, give me like, give me about 10 seconds because I am going to go back in. Hold on. I feel like Bad News Barrett might be one of the best low-key answers that, that this could have been. Yeah, I, I, no, I, that I, was, I, that I, was I don't think you fucking up, up top that one, honestly, no. I just, I, I feel like that was just a sh- good, just, it fit perfect. Yeah, we no. Said, okay, so wait, who, yeah. who done am I good. sending a breakup from? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if I'm breaking up with someone, I, I chances are I'm going Scorcher. So I think I'm going to get the best scorched earth promo guy in the industry and that is was and always will be paul Heyman. all right like just give it to her brutal give it to her or him ecw like extreme style let's just let's just make them regret their life a little bit wow this man once in an airport I told him that I loved the place that was his favorite burger place, and he was like, I'm never going to go eat there again. This is a real story from the one time I met Paul. Mike was there. It he was. can confirm this. It was. Because there's this place. So he's from, like, you know, he's from Westchester, and I went to college in Westchester. So there's this bar that oh, has really good. I don't remember the name of it, and it makes me sad. I haven't been there, obviously, in, like, six or seven years at this point. But they have, like, the best burgers that you could possibly have. And he had, and it might be in Yonkers now that I think about it, but he had done like an interview where he said, hey, this is the best burgers, best burger place ever. So when I saw him in person at the airport and we were like, I'm trying to make Kit Kat or whatever, I was like, yo, that place really does have amazing burgers. And this man literally was said to whoever, I think he was like signing an autograph for someone. And he literally looked at them and went, because of him, I'm never going to go eat there again. <laughs> That's oh, no, he was he was great. In the airport, he was fantastic. Like he stayed in character for a little bit of it. (laughs) One girl asked me to like, like, well, he was like, if you want a photo, just ask someone to take a photo. And he pointed at me, and it was like, but not him. If you ask him, you're not getting the photo. I took the, I took the photo. That's amazing. Oh yeah, and then at the end of it, like, uh, we were like, you know, hey, thanks for everything, man. You know, we really, really appreciate it. Like, he pulled both of us close. He's like. You guys are the fans that I love because you guys just enjoy it. And, you know, you didn't yeah. come in and bombard me and ask me to sign this and ask me for a photo and ask me for right. this. Like, I really appreciate the two of you. Yeah, no, I like, like I, he I passed really cool. by him. I passed by him on the plane because we were both flying back to New York. So I he was obviously in like first class and I was further back, a lot further back. So I passed by him while I was getting on and I looked at him and I was just like, thank you. And he, he looked at me and it was like, no, thank you. Like, but like, you know, like in a, in a sincere way, it came across, you know? So, I mean, he seems like a really genuine guy, but also too, he could probably really make someone reconsider their life decisions, which I mean, dating me should probably already make them do anyway. Don't tell my actual current boyfriend. I said that anyway. Don't worry. I will <laughs> next week at birth, next week at your birthday dinner. <laughs> Oops. Thanks for the invite. Hey, fly down. You can have my seat. There's always room for Mo. I mean, I, we we would invite Jim, but that means he'd have to get on a plane, and that's not gonna. Happen. Yeah, I I love you, Joe, but no thanks. <laughs> it's okay. We can celebrate in Philly. There um, we go. Not not, not be forty. To, before we get to the next part, hey Jim, whenever you get a second, figure out those dates for Disney so I can at least look. Oh at the fuck yeah, package. I got it. I yeah, we have it. We have everything. You, you said May, right? 
Uh, it's a- end of April now, but I'll yeah, I'll send you guys the details. That's cool. That's right around Bella's birthday. So, Gee, that's fucking. To... So, so you and Matt are gonna come within two weeks of each other. Then. Yeah, it's gonna April's gonna fucking ruin my life, but it's all gonna be feel worth it. Feel free to take out a take out your kidney and fucking donate. It yeah, say it's it. fucking take out a second mortgage month, but yeah, it's worth it. It's worth it for sure. I, I just wanted to bring that up again yes. so I could remind you. Uh, all right, I guess this is the second half of Joe's question. Yeah. Yes. Receiver. Get in the bad should go, news. Should we go reverse order? Joe, you go first, and then we go to Ryan, me, that, Ernest, Jim. That that totally works for me because I'm walking my dog and my phone's on four percent, so you might lose me real soon. Hey, perfect. Um, this game. Let's see. I got posted me, a show oh, before. Okay, wait, real fast before my phone dies. Also, my answer to Jim's question that he hasn't introed yet or whatever is going to be Daniel Bryan. Y'all can figure out why after. Anyway, um, so. If I was receiving the bad news, it's hard, right? Because part of me, part of me, would want it to like obviously come from someone who's being nice about it or whatever. Like, like maybe like Michael Cole just giving me some bad news, being like, hmm. "Hey, buddy, like you know it's gonna be okay." But like also too, maybe a good laugh <laughs> would be kind of fun. So maybe I know I just mentioned him in the AEW topic, but maybe someone like Christian, because I feel like he again, like he would probably make you. He wouldn't be like the Paul Heyman, like actually make you hate your life, but he would say a whole bunch of shit that would probably make you kind of laugh. Like he'd probably explain to you all the reasons why the person is breaking up with you hated you, but in a way that you would be like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> he got me there. Like he would roast you. Creepy little bastard. Like wearing a giant foam hat. Yes. Nice. Ferguson. Maybe play the kazoo a little bit. Yeah. If Edge, if Edge's, if Edge doesn't have a new WWE contract, he just shows up in the video for the hell of it. Like you know. You let it sit you with it. You think you know me? You think you know me? Right. You think you know me? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, uh, that would be mine. Ryan. That's good. <clears throat> so earlier, I, I advocated for EJ's dead person because um, I would hope that my uh, person breaking up with me knows I'm a professional wrestling fan and would like want to do it the right way and would get like the Iron Sheik to just uh, be like, you jabroni that she hates you and like wants to humble me. But uh, if that's not the case, uh, again on Cameo, I hope she spends $125 and gets Greg the Hammer Valentine (laughs) to record breaking up with me just like in his easy chair just like breathing heavy. That's wrong. That's so wrong. Jessica's here. Bring it up with you. <laughs> just dropping the hammer on you. <laughs> he just drops his hammer on me, uh, Greg, Greg style. So, uh, for 125 bucks, she can rent Greg the Hammer Valentine to break up with me. It's, it's, I like that one actually. That one's actually, that one's actually pretty fun. Fuck. Um, I'm gonna go with someone who's probably not on cameo, but I feel like it'd be a fun because I would save this video just to watch it repeatedly. Um, Ding dong. Hello. Oh. I'm going with Bailey. Yeah, yep. Why not? If if, if, if it's gonna happen, I, I might I might as well get some enjoyment out of it. Ding dong, hello, you're broken up with. Goodbye. Slam the door in your face, and then that's the video. She would make so much money for that, like thirty seconds. Oh my god. Yep. Judging. Mm-hmm. I'll probably go a uh, little rest in peace and with Undertaker. Okay. Yeah, I, I saw Mike. I was doing the same thing in my head. I was like, "Are we really having this discussion for the second time?" Like another dead guy. 
He just keeps picking dead people because he's afraid. He's not dead though. Fuck. So Mark Calloway doesn't. Hold on, hold on. Speaking, speaking of Undertaker. That's uh, awesome. Did you listen to this week's episode of the FKC Fantasy Hour? I did. Craig, I'm still working on it. Fuck you. (laughs) That's the greatest shirt idea of all time, Ryan. Do you know that shirt? No, but I don't know what happened to Craig. I miss Craig. I was on one show with Craig, and I was like, man, this guy's my spirit animal. You know what? You want to be on our fantasy football show? I don't. I don't watch fantasy <laughs> Brian hasn't played fantasy know. football in a decade. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I haven't you played think... fantasy football since college. You can just come on and troll with, with us. It's a lot of fun. When is it recorded? I don't we record time. Tuesday nights. I could do it. All right. I'll let you know. I'll keep you yeah. there. You guys want to play You guys want to play fantasy U.S. Open tennis? Is that a nope. thing? Like... Pass. Let's yeah, do it. Hard man. pass. Luck. Um, Luck. My, my answer to this question uh, is Maurice. Because how sad could I be if Maurice is talking to me? The man's oh, always be staring at them titties. Exactly. Exactly. It's it's why it's why other countries that aren't prudish like have the naked news because nope. like what what's what's the big deal if you're getting bad news if you're looking at a at a beautiful naked woman, right? Or guy. The one, the one woman that uh Joe goes straight for. No, no. Allegedly, you did you did, you did say that one time that. No, he said she has no, a great that's ass. Vicky Guerrero. He said she has a great ass. That's a di- that's different, uh, EJ. Close enough. Yeah, I'm not trying to put anything in it. <laughs> Jim volunteers tribute. I, I yeah, I volunteer as whatever tribute needs to be volunteered for. In like, that one, and I'm okay with that because honestly, the Miz is hot. Like I'll go, I'll go occupy him while Jim gets a run for his money. All right. Well, you have about you, ha- you have about four seconds, Joe. She'd be running away, <laughs> so Jim would be. You, you literally have about four seconds, so occupy fast. I'll have you. I'll have you know. Four seconds is all I need. There you go. See that works. That works. People helping people. <laughs> exactly. PHP over here. Exactly. Look at that. Look at that. Um. Yeah. We yeah. make a good team. We're like Smokey and the Bandit. We're Big Jim and the Fag. <laughs> God, why is this real life? Oh my God, I love you for I'm that. I'm not gonna Jim. lie, that's a that's a TV show I'd watch. <laughs> Big Jim in the fat. <laughs> yeah. Oh my Did God. It, Hold on. Sometimes I think I like fever dream that there was a show called Jake and the Fat Man back in the '80s, but I swear to God, there was a show called Jake and the Fat Man back in the '80s on like CBS. <laughs> like I. Freddie Prince's Jr.'s dad might have been on it. I could be making that part. There up. was a show, Jake and the Fat Man, was an American crime drama television series starring William Conrad as prosecutor uh, J.L. Fatman McCabe and Joe Penny as investigator Jake Stiles. The series ran on CBS for five seasons from September 26, 1987 to May 6, 1992. Oh shit! That recent diagnosis murder really was a spinoff. I was in the seventies. I thought it was the seventies or something. I didn't think it was the eighties, nineties. Yep, Jake and the Fat Man. Not, not Y'all remember back. Small Wonder? Yep. Yeah, you would, you whitey. I, I I didn't like the show. I'm just saying I didn't remember the show. Not not to go back to our discussion about AEW, but there are some names floating around for that that those three random men that have to join the Blackpool Combat Club for Stadium Stampede. Like? The House of Black. Black! Black! And that then there's one... Sense. 
And then there's one that, if it was to happen, I think the world would literally explode. And it's <clears throat> Shooter. The hey, Jake and the Fat Man. There he is, Jake and the Fat Man. Oh, you know, shit. Did, did you see how it was like He-Man? Yes. Did you notice yes. that? <laughs> He-Man, Fat Man. I, I just remember the show now. I don't. You I'm, know damn well that yeah. guy struggled buying belts. <laughs> So, so the other three names that are floating around is Shota, aka Mox's protege, Lance Archer. Gotta find something for him to do. And this is the name that I feel like would break the internet because of the hatred that Eddie Kingston has for this man. It's Chris Hero. Oh, I've Can heard I that Tony Khan say- has been trying to get him to to wrestle a match. Has has there ever been a statement more accurately to depict a wrestler than gotta find him something to do for Lance Archer? Because his no. entire AEW run has just been gotta hey, find man. him something to do. The whole thing sucks. There is there is also rumor that members of the New Japan Pro Wrestling roster will be in London, including Kenta, Zack Saber Jr., uh Fantasmo, Shibata, and Ishii. I mean, Zack Sabre Jr. is British, right? Like, that makes sense. Somebody also said Chris Hero and then the return of Santana and Ortiz. But, like, here's my question. Carlos Santana? Yes, smooth. <laughs> like, he's but, really smooth. And Rob Thomas. But, like, here's... here's like, out the team. And maybe this is just me being an asshole, but, like, what do you need them for? You've already sold 85,000 tickets. You've stolen. I mean, you've gotten their money. I mean, you you, you do need to find three bodies to put with. Well, right, but like, if you were having trouble selling tickets, that's when you that's when you use. Oh, we're gonna I have mean, Zach Saber Junior. here. I love that somebody goes three bodies. If you just need three bodies, like Audrey Edwards isn't doing anything. I just love that somebody said that the three people that should fill in should be Kip Sabian, the Butcher, and the Blade. I love that comment, and I was, I was like, "Yep, that's the one." That's, that's the, one. the uh, and, and honest the, to God, that's the most AEW thing that could possibly happen. The the three people should be Paul White, and that's no I, BS. I, okay, so <laughs> the day before All In in London. Rev Pro has their 11th anniversary show. On that show, Dan Maloney on the New Japan roster. Dan Maloney. Mickey James. Mickey James will be over there as she's fighting for the women's title. Mm-hmm. Fantasmo Shibata. David Finley and Gabriel Kidd. Uh, Subculture, which is Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews. Tomohiro Ishii. Zack Sabre Jr. Shingo Takagi. Will Ospreay. Trent Seven. I mean, there are names here that they could get to fill yeah, in for the Blackpool yeah. Combat Club get, real quick. You get three British blokes. Yeah. yeah. Zach you, you, Jr. You, put, you put Zach Saber Jr., Trent Seven, and if you want to pop the crowd, Grado. Uh Ricky Ricky Knight Jr. because it's Soraya's brother. There you go. You get, I, you I also can't hand. wait for all in and all out to go past by us and Keith Lee to be on neither show. And then oh, AEW fans can continue to tell me that WWE misused him. That'll be cool. Baskin uh, Robbins in his glory, baby. Let's go. Yeah. Um, all right. I think one? we 
we, I think we've lost Joe, so let's pivot to yeah. the final. Uh... Yeah, Joe's gone. Um, so this one, because Joe presented his topic first, which is a rarity with this group, um, and I was like, man, uh, I wanted to use a, a, an episode title with like heartbreak in it somehow, and I was like, well, what topic can I do? And then I was like, okay, this will make sense. Uh, dream matches. We like to talk like fantasy book dream matches, things like that. And we have obviously seen returns over the years. Now, uh, we have seen this guy make a return one time to a Saudi show and it was, well, sucked. Um, but if you could get Shawn Michaels at the peak of his career, where whenever you view the peak of his career, because some people would say like mid-90s was the peak. Some people would say DX era was the peak. Some people would say Shawn Michaels' return from injury was the peak of his career. So like... You can you can you can pick whatever era of HBK that, that you want, but if you could have him have a dream match against a current wrestler, any company anywhere in the world, uh, who would it be, and why? I think Mike, you requested to go first on this one. No, I requested to go first on the breakup one. Okay, yeah, if you want the soundbite, that's why. Oh um, yeah, I had, the yes. I had that. Um, Joe made his selection. It is the American Dragon, Brian Danielson. Let's let's get that out of the way. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, I think that one kind of makes sense because he Protégé is a, versus trainee. Yeah, th th this has the story build, and I and I'll be honest with you, I know Joe well enough. I don't think I'll do it justice, but I think those are probably two of his top three favorite wrestlers of all time. So if you're gonna do it, I think that makes the most sense for Joe's thought process so yeah. i think that's the and i mean easiest way to explain it you know the, and you would have the guy that is in some circles considered the best wrestler in wwe history um i mean rick flair calls Shawn michaels the best wrestler in wwe history um and you have daniel bryan who's one of the best to ever do it i mean literally and is you know arguably the best in the world you know over the last couple of years so it's hard to argue against that match, to be honest. Uh, Ryan, you want to go? I was looking for the unmute button, and I was already unmuted. <laughs> Ouch! That's Love about it. right. Yeah, I would put that on the on the pre-show, Jim. <laughs> Love that. Uh, Love no, it. so so HBK comes back, height of power. Mm -hmm. Um, I've always looked at HBK of like. A little bit smaller than everybody else. He's like six foot one, like smaller than Triple H, smaller than The Undertaker. Um, and I think some of his feuds, he was always like fighting up. Um, so with, with that being said, I think it, him versus somebody like Gunther would be a fantastic match. You wouldn't think that they would necessarily have the same wrestling style, mm -hmm. but I think they would gel really, really well and mm -hmm. throw in a really compelling story. So I'm going to say Big Gunther. I like. I that. love that one. I love that one. I like that one a lot. I'm sorry if that upsets you, EJ. <laughs> no, because no, because the beauty of of Shawn Michaels is the fact that you know he's someone that could could work with any style, anyone. I mean, he, he was he worked with big guys, small. It doesn't matter. So, and Gunther is is, is a perfect selection. To be honest with you. Um, I went cheap here, of course. Um, I went Seth Rollins, honestly. Shocker. I mean, does I don't, he, I don't hate that. Does he either, have to man. wear the big yellow boots? That, that shit was fucking hysterical. I, I fucking marked out. That's all that shit. Boots, baby. I love it. No, I, I, I love that. Out of my ass, I was like, "What the fuck is this dude wearing?" 
But he gets it, you know. Now, now, what, what was the reason for Seth beside it being obvious? F- feel free to enlighten the, the people at home. No, I just, I, I just think that you know, both guys are two of. I, I, I would put Seth on, on a top ten, um, in ring talent all time, like in ring. I, I mean, we could debate about him being, you know, is he top twenty five all time, twenty all time, whatever. But as an in ring talent, he's one of the ten best in ring guys I've ever seen in any promotion. I mean, I'm not they saying you're wrong. Bangers. I'm definitely not saying you're wrong. I like it. I like the, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't have an argument against it. Um, so when the question was posed, I came up with a current wrestler, and then I came up with a another wrestler from the past that if I could put both of them in a time machine and get like super Sean and super said wrestler. So I'm gonna give my current one first, and then I'll uh, then I'll give the other one after because I think it'd be fun to have that conversation too. Um, I'm gonna go with Kevin Owens. Oh, I think. Worked. I think Kevin's in-ring ability, his skill, he is a little bit of a of more of a brute. Um, I think that style of offense that Kevin runs with the pop-up power bomb and the stunner and and all that stuff, I think it's it's a match that would be entertaining. The promos leading up to it would be fun. Um, you know, I just think it'd be a, a a great contrast in styles. You know, and Sean, like you guys have said before, he's the guy, the smaller guy that works his way against the bigger opponents. Kevin with that style of offense, I think also fits that bill. It's the, it's the storybook ending. Can the, can the, you know, can David finally beat Goliath? And I think that, you know, Kevin Owens with the way, whenever he works as a heel, I think he plays a pretty damn good Goliath. Yeah. I like the answer too. Nice. Do you want me to give mine and then you'll go back to your, yeah. Yeah. Um, This is one that I know that this wrestler has said that he, would love to try and convince Shawn Michaels to come out of retirement now to do this match. Um, and it's AJ Styles. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and I mean, holy you crap. Don't want none. Like, and, and I mean, I know, like, in the last year ish, I think AJ's started to slow down a little bit. I think he's even said, like, he knows he's towards the end of his career. Um, I think when he re signed with WWE this year, he said it's probably the last contract that he's ever going to sign, which is like, it's sad to think about. Um, but like, man, you go back to, you know, Japan or, or ring of honor or, you know, early impact era, uh, early TNA era, AJ styles when he was just, I mean, literally the, the fucking best in the world against, Mm -hmm. you know, Shawn Michaels at, at the peak of his ability. Holy hell. Like that's, Dave Dave Meltzer would run out of stars probably to get that match. If yeah. we're being honest about it, um, yeah, I think I think those two would have one of the one of the matches that would just get talked about forever and ever. Amen. <laughs> uh, Mike, what was your other one? Uh, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna go back, um, give me a give me Sting, give me Surfer Sting, Sting. versus. Like I don't want crow sting. I want blonde hair surfer sting versus that Shawn Michaels because I think those two in ring would be fan fucking tastic. I like that. I had written Sting down as well um, as, as an active wrestler. I, I don't know okay. like what rules we could bend there, but Sting Sting That's, is still active and Sting going is today. still active. 
Right. Yeah, that right. That's, works, that's yeah. a match that's never happened. I just wanted that's... I wanted straight up surfer sting. Like I wanted that's why I said that sting isn't active. We're not getting that sting back. That's why I been, said, I'd have been fine with, with crow sting. That's a t- not Joker timing. sting, but crow sting I'd have been oh, fine with. Watching Dynamite literally he said that fuck he came on the screen. Yeah, he looks like he's bringing back the little Joker Sting gimmick. Yeah, 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 the little red here. I'm watching it now. That was was a fun little backstage spot. I'll give him that. I I want more. Now, I don't know if these guys actually met in the ring prior to his retirement because, like, he came in in 06 and Sean was obviously still wrestling. But I've never seen him um, fight before. So, Cody. Cody Rhodes. Yeah, I don't think they would have ever. The fact. Uh, no, did was there not a tag match where it was I, I don't know. I mean, if there is, let me know. Randy versus DX. I, I don't know. There's, I, mean, I don't know. There's a three year crossover they were, when they were legacy. I mean, I don't know, but there's a three year crossover when he came in and when he left. I so think I there know. may have may have been. I never seen one before. So if if there was, fine. But uh, I, I think Cody today, especially how policy is now, would be, would be great at peak against Peak Sean. Now, you guys, here's a question, as you mentioned that. I've never wrestled Punk either. So, Shawn Michaels and Triple H versus Cody Rhodes and Ted DiBiase in a steel cage match is one of the first things that pops up on Daily Motion whenever you uh, really type that in. Interesting. Yeah, I was saying, I just, yeah, I just pulled that up. It's actually the WWE wow, Classic okay. match, August 23rd of uh, 2009. Yeah, that's why, that's why I mentioned it. I know that when he came in, 06, he was still there, but I wasn't sure if he was... They were actually, Exa- they actually, it was at SummerSlam like 2009. They also had a Hell in a Cell match, I think. But a tag match, though. Yeah, it was Correct. a tag. But, they, but, but I'm, yeah. I'm going to assume that, you know, they probably had a match on an episode of Monday Night Raw. Okay. Probably, because that was, that was the style back okay. then, was you have all parts wrestling each other leading up to. Then I'll say this. Give me American Nightmare Cody Rhodes against, there you go. Uh, there you go. against Shawn Michaels. Um, now, here, here's, to add on to this topic, though, because you mentioned about peaks and whatnot, because he can, you can argue he, ha- he has different peaks. What would you consider his biggest peak, in your opinion? Uh, the uh, Hold on. Before you get there, the other name that I was going to mention that nobody else mentioned, surprisingly, mm-hmm. is the head of the table. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, look at what Look at what Rollins and he and Roman have done in the ring together. So height of power, Shawn Michaels, absolutely, absolutely would would. Uh, he have, works for everybody, man. That he guy, does. fucking like even even though him and Vader had issues at SummerSlam eight ninety six, when they when Vader was focused, it, it did actually work a little bit. Yeah. Right. Um. So what your your question, EJ, is like what what part of Michaels' career do we view as his? As would you his consider? Usually consider. His peak, because my answer is. I think his best performances were after he came back from the injury. He definitely has the best moments after 2002. I think his peak, though, day to day, a week to week, we're gonna call that, was between '96 and '98, before he got hurt. Um, I mean, yeah. So his like the promo stuff or actual matches? The, the matches, matches, yeah, matches. Okay. To be, brutal, to be brutally honest, I remember more of his later run after the injury for his matches because mm-hmm. the only match that really ever stands out is the casket match that he gets hurt in, mm-hmm. the match against Austin, and the Iron Man match. 
the not not bad blood. The first hell in the cell. The first hell in the cell would take her. That's my favorite match of all time of any wrestler in history. Of shocking that you pick that that portion of right the era, but I mean honestly, I think his his unsanctioned match at at SummerSlam against Triple H is better than the hell in the cell match. I, I will say this to what Shawn Michaels, to his credit, though. You look at his entire and career. Then, the moments O two O two moments are by far the biggest. Well, uh, let, let, I mean, let's let's peel back the layer. It's that it's the first ever elimination chamber that he wins. Hmm. Um, I don't know. One of his best moments is super kicking Shelton Benjamin after a springboard yeah. on an episode of Monday Night Raw after the comeback. Uh, I mean, he's had. Countless moments, you know. I'm sorry, I love you. The match against Ric Flair was post that, you know. That moment right there. Him and Jericho, Mania, Mania 19. I'm sorry. Let's not let's not forget the fact that we sat here and talked about how him and fucking Undertaker had probably one of, if not two of, the greatest WrestleMania matches of all time. That was post 2002. I get it. It wasn't 2002 to 2007, right. but it's like post injury. I feel like there's many layers of Shawn Michaels that you can peel back and say okay that sean this actually brings up another topic idea i had weeks ago i was going to bring up was it wrong you, you show that... more than once a month to bring up more than one topic? <laughs> no what i'm saying is that shut up tell me i'm wrong without telling me i'm wrong i oh, whatever it doesn't matter um is <laughs> do you does it bother you that he only held the title once after o2 no no, he because because I mean, how many times did the Undertaker hold it? The last couple of years of his career, it rhymes with like Miro. But my, 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 I mean, a couple of years, it's about like seven years, a seven year putting people over. No, he I get that the title belt, right? But Plus even it was like, the reign of terror for Triple H, like whatever, but he, but he was a transition guy, like oh, like an old five or six, like, hold it for like a month. Why would I, why would you make Shawn Michaels a transition champion? I would I would never make Shawn Michaels a transitional champion. There's no reason for it. At yeah. the end of the day, the the most over heel that you had post 2002 was the champion for most of the time that Shawn Michaels was back wrestling as an active wrestler. And he was in the chase and the chase is better than the, the, the culmination. You know, we've proven that this year with Cody Rhodes, the chase got us all excited. We're more mad that he didn't walk out of WrestleMania 39 with the title than we would have been happy if he walked out of WrestleMania 39 with the title because then we would have been like, well, what the fuck? Why did they? Why did they not let Roman finish the finish the the the, the trek? We've gotten this far. Why the fuck are we finishing? Why aren't we doing that? Like, there would have been heads would have rolled either way. But the most over heel did the most villainous tactics to make sure that he never or only won the title one time, and that villain was his best friend. Mm-hmm. Triple H needed the, that run more than Shawn Michaels Marty needed Gennady. a meaningless. There it is, me and Marty Jannetty. Boy, there's, there's, fuck there's, that. There's going to be a part two of, of the of this topic next week. I'm, I'm ready to lock it in. I want you guys, and I'll tell you guys now, so you have a week to plan this out. Cool. Give, so, me, give, give me your personal top five best Shawn Michaels matches. Do it next week so, on the show. When, when, so we have two topics. We have two topics already lined up for next week. Uh, all. Is it a, uh, we're going to preview all in. We're not going right. to. We're not going to not preview all in. Let's, right, of course, let's of course. Be transparent. Here. I don't know how yeah. you guys wouldn't talk about this Shawn Michaels topic without talking about 
SummerSlam 1990, where that motherfucker sold the entire match, have, have rising in pain. I have to ask, was sold that real? Was, was, was he really hurt, though? He, he was really hurt, right? He was really hurt. Well, he may have had an, he may, he probably had an he was, injury. Yeah, he couldn't, he wasn't ring ready, I don't think. Yeah, he probably had an injury coming into that match. To this Big day, I, I, I do all the hard. Yeah. You know what? If they swerved you, good. That's great. That's great storytelling right there. The boy, he. I mean, had, I sold the entire match. Find another, find another Shawn Michaels match where he sold as much. Can we, can we turn that Shawn Michaels? SummerSlam versus into, Hulk Hogan. Can we, can we turn that? No. Shawn Michaels versus God. Ooh, I forgot about that one. Yep, there you go. Um, can we turn that into a draft though? Can we not have the same fucking list? I, I would much rather draft the the top five. Shawn Michaels matches. Well, then okay, they're not I mean, top I mean, five. Yeah, then, I mean, yeah. you can give your top five after, but I'd rather turn this he into has, a draft because, uh, buddy, I'm... To your point, though, like, Mike, has, he has a lot of great matches, though. So, I mean, if, if anybody who, who can you pull it off for is that guy. I'm just telling you right now, uh, breaking news, this just in, guys. Uh, WrestleMania 10 is probably going to be on all of our fucking list. Let, let I was going to say, the, the sad thing is, like, the top fives are probably going to be very similar. I was gonna say you might you might have the hell in the cell at one and the ladder match at two. I might have fucking the ladder match at one and hell in the cell at four. Like I really feel like like there are matches that like they're gonna be on everybody's list. That's why I was almost like I'd rather make this challenging and make this like fun, and then at the end we can talk about what our actual top five list is. I think you can bring both to the table. I just feel like digging deep into the 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 Shawn Michaels barrel is not a bad thing. Yeah. If you want to expand it to make 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 the palette a little larger to pick from, you, you want to, if you want to include the Rockers matches, you can do so too. Sure, absolutely. He was part of the Rockers. Oh, yeah. Why wouldn't he? Right. right. Yeah. Any match um, with Shawn Michaels in it. I mean, you could but, you could pull back from the AWA days if you want to. But I gotta tell you, ranking his f- top five best matches for me personally is actually tough. I I already know what number one is. Well, number one for me, yeah. But two through four, two to uh, two five, it's, mine. It's, it's sick because SummerSlam night oh two. Is probably is right in top in top three for me personally, but then so is Mania twenty five. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, all right. Well, you have a week to prepare, Grandpa. Yeah. Oh, bye, Ryan. Dude, you're not forty three, Ryan. Where are you going? Bye, Ryan. Boy, I'm so old. What, what, what was done anyway? So. Oh, are you yeah. We just have to do wrestlers topic? of the week, and then we're out of here. Yeah. Well, we're oh, done, do much. I have to give a wrestler of the week? Yeah, yeah. Because you know what, here. you know what, because Joe's because Joe's because Joe's gone. Ryan can have the first two picks. There you so go. That if you want the jet yeah, afterwards, he can. That'll work. We don't have a song, oh, baby. Oh, I wait for. Oh, we just. Oh yeah, sorry. We don't have no, a song. We're, we're, we're not fancy like three CT. We're a fucking. My goodness. I mean, do you want me to play well, the we song? Are, we are fancy. Would it make you feel better if I played the song, Ryan? No, nope. Big and comfy. Nope, I'm comfortable. I'm good. I'm good now. I wasn't sure. What are the parameters here? Just pick any. Uh, you're just going to list two two wrestlers that are going to go up to the uh, monthly big board for the uh, month of August, which we'll put into our power rankings. Boy, well, let me tell you what. I have watched a ton of professional wrestling in the last week, and I am prepared as anybody to Did give you my watch... top two wrestlers of these past weeks. Did you watch negative amounts week. of wrestling? I watched zero minutes and zero seconds of professional wrestling this past week so it's appropriate that he picks for joe correct now That's joe has just... been watching AEW, but typically he doesn't so these are joe's him. picks uh number one is austin theory obviously <laughs> there it is <laughs> no no uh 
Uh, Naito, absolutely, uh, winning the G1 um, and punching his ticket to go to main event inside the Tokyo Dome. That is a huge story that uh, Jim wasn't aware of. But um, what? we need to definitely recognize What the hell is even that? Outside of the United States, which is why I'm also going to pick QT Marshall. He is the new no. AAA Latin American champion <clears throat> um, from down there in the AAA. So both picks outside of the WWE. Jim's upset. Get a life, kid. And because he's so upset, I'll give him the uh, the, f- the first pick. Uh, give me the title win that really matters from this past week, and that is your new WWE United States champion, Rey Mysterio. Thank God. Uh, Ernest, go ahead. What match from uh, Raw are you, you picking, EJ? <laughs> well, I had Rey Mysterio on top of my list when you fucking took him. So, um, Shocker. Give me, uh, go first. give me the guy who may or may not be back at WWE. Um, be back. Jey Uso. Okay. Uh, Ryan, do you have something to add? Was I only supposed to pick one? No, no, no we, we gave you two. No, we, we gave you. We gave you. We gave you the ability to pick the first you, you, two. You got you're white the guest. privilege. You got white privilege, Ryan. You're the guest. All right. Well, I'm gonna white privilege my ass out. See you, boys. <laughs> Bye, buddy. Bye. Bye. Later. Thanks for coming. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, I do. There we <laughs> go. Awful. Jesus That's Christ. Awful, by the way, um, so he he took my, who would have been my first pick, which was my pick for wrestler of the week on the three CT show, which was Naito? Tetsuya Naito. Oh. Yeah. Um. So I, I'm gonna do something, and this person may not make our top 15 list, and that's okay. Um. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. So it'll go to the match great or the wrestler graveyard, like e- most of EJ's picks. That's fine. Exactly. Uh, and and the, the the funny thing is, like, I don't necessarily know that like it's a bad thing, but like, I, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Big Goonth. For like the third week in a row, this guy's been on the show. And it's literally because at the end of the day, what he's doing with to keep Otis and Chad Gable and, you know, all of that stuff like going. Yeah. Give me, give me, give me old goon. I like it. I like it. Uh, Feel free to go again, Jim. Give me uh, Camille. She just uh, passed 800 days. As uh, the NWA Women's World Champion. Sick. Uh, Ernesto? All right, give me uh, Cody. Nice match against Finn. Nice. On Raw. All right, I'm trying to see. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Trying to see if there was anything cool uh, that happened on uh, any of the other. Because, like, and I'm not going to nominate said person for, for our wrestler of the week, but like shout out to like super fan, like Izzy Moreno for having her first like professional wrestling match. I saw that on Instagram. That was cool. Mm. Uh, hopefully that leads to, to bigger things for her. I, oh, she, I oh, she's like, like 19, 20. No, she's like 16 yeah, or 17. She's like oh, shit. Still she's still like Holy shit. She might be 18. Maybe. Uh, no, I believe she's sure. 16 or 17. Holy shit. Um, Part of me wants to 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 also go to the CM or the the AAA for Tripla over there in Mexico City, um, but he took the the obvious answer in QT Marshall. Um, ooh, PWG twenty mystery vortex. You know what? Yeah, let's do it. Sixty minute Iron Man match. You are still pro wrestling gorilla world champion Daniel Garcia. Okay. Mm. Didn't even know that there was a show, but Daniel Garcia retained the title four to three in a Iron Man match over Speedball Mike Bailey. So I'm cool with it. We, we acknowledge him. That's it. 
Cool. I'm not acknowledging him. He's not the tribal chief. I only acknowledge the tribal chief. You're an idiot. By the way, acknowledge me. She said earlier that uh, on a cameo, she would rather receive a message from Wolverine's also too. No shit. No. Another news: Water is wet, ice is cold. Again, like the reason that I would want to get mine from Maurice. Yeah. No. No kidding. Yeah. Uh, Not not Lacey Evans. All right. So. um, Topless. Yeah. Exactly. Let's let, let's let's she uh, Jesus Christ, shut the fuck up. She's hot though. Yeah, but okay. So a uh, bit of housekeeping. Ernest, you're bringing a topic to the to the forefront next week that two members of the show may not be here for. One of them will 100 percent not be here. Well, him. Uh, don't forget about that. Uh, no, it's Joe's birthday next Thursday, right. and we're going to dinner. So there's a 99.9% chance that Joe is out, and there's about a 60% chance that I'm out because if we don't get dinner until whatever time. Like, let's be fair here. There's a 170% chance Joe's not here. Oh, that's what I was saying. 0.0% chance that Joe's on the yeah. show. Yeah, 0. 0.0. Um, and there's about a 25% chance I am because depending on what time I get out of work is going to be depending on what time so they get the reservation. I'll say this. If we're not a full show next week, I'll, I'll have a backup plan for that. So. I mean, yeah. I will tell you this much. There will be a point where I will hop onto the show. So if you guys have other topics, close with the all-in preview because I do want to be on the show for that. But it may okay. be I'm on in the car driving home. So just bear well, with me. Well, why don't on we that. like why don't we then just plan to do the Michaels match draft? In two weeks. In yeah, two I'm, weeks. I'm cool with that. And yeah, then EJ come up with something different for next week. Yeah, I'm just no, I'm I, just I saying it, I, I just know that bit of housekeeping. Joe's not going to be on the show next week, and there's a small chance that I would be able to be on the show for the whole show just because of the dinner. You know what I may do? I may um, get another, I may another, another guest next week, then. That's fine. Yeah. That works for me. Um, also, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Take the Number Three Wrestling. Uh, you can follow Jim at Big Jim Sports. Link tree in there for all of his uh, podcasting endeavors, including Huddle Up Incorporated, which uh, glad to be a small part of with uh, the FKC Fantasy Hour. Uh, you can send all your hate tweets about this show to. Uh, EJ Christian at EJ Christian seven on X or Twitter or whatever you want to call it. Uh, send, all, send all of your hate tweets to him because fuck them. That's why. Uh, also, uh, also housekeeping. Uh, the boys are going to WrestleMania at least night one for sure. We have tickets. We've acquired the club level seats. Uh, it'll be myself, Joe, Big Jim, Matt, and Ryan all sitting together on night one. Hopefully night two tomorrow, whatever those go on sale. If you're uh, looking for WrestleMania tickets, better get on it early, better get on it quickly. And also, I'd like to acknowledge myself as the number one overall winner for the SummerSlam uh, PW scorecard, because uh, I didn't get to do that on last week's show. Uh, I am the head of the table of Pro Wrestling scorecards for the Summerfest, so yay me. There we go. Anything else? I'm good. Toodaloo, motherfuckers. <laughs>